this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Lisa Marie Thalhammer. She is an award-winning visual artist well-known for her paintings and public murals. Also, my neighbor and friend. Hello, Lisa Marie. Hi there, Mish. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm excited to be here. So what I, so what brought, okay, let's talk about this. You're from St. Louis. You're from Florissant. Born and raised. Then you ended up going to Washington, D.C., and you were like, murals, murals, paint, paint, paint everywhere, and now you're back in St. Louis. That's the quick synopsis <laughs> of... <laughs> There it is. And that is the end of the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you and good night. (laughs) So what brought you to Washington, D.C.? Well, I originally went to Washington, D.C. to visit a cousin of mine who was building furniture there. And I just started meeting all these wonderful people and really loved the art and culture scene in D.C. and just stuck around. And how long were you there? I live. I was there for 15 years. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. and I'm still there. I go back uh, often. You just um, went back. Yeah, I still feel like I am, you know, a Washingtonian artist. I I probably spend, you know, maybe about a third of the year there because I just have so many clients and work gotcha. there. But I love being back in St. Louis around my family, and I'm really excited to contribute more to the creative. Uh, art scene and the public art scene and the mural scene. I'm excited for this too. Hopefully very soon. I love, okay, so let's talk about your artwork because what I love about it, and if anybody who's getting to watch right now get to watch the video, you see her shirt is that's your art. Love, lots of colors, colors, colors. And talk about how colorful and vibrant. I mean, it's the, the paint is so intriguing to me how pretty and bright it is. Thank you. Well, I specifically use either a 12 or 13 color spectrum. So it kind of, I really am including all the colors. They were originally inspired by the seven different energetic centers of the body. The chakras. The chakras. Yep. And then you have the, so those are the primaries and the secondaries. And you have the tertiary colors in between to create this very beautiful, harmonious spectrum. And I've done some works too where you even, you know, triple those colors too, to just really create that spectrum, that harmonious intersection between the colors. And, you know, for me, conceptually, it really represents all of us, all of humanity and all of the varieties of differences within each person. Which to me is super exciting. And I love when I I always think about people that want to only be with people that look and act like them. I always think, but that's that's kind of boring. There's like a <laughs> lot of different people out uh-huh. there. Like, what? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I am so super curious. I always want to like. So, what is your life like? What do you do? What you know? Yes. I mean, to me, that is part of the excitement of getting to be a human being on Earth. Yes. In my er- in my early twenties, I was traveling a lot and very interested in different cultures, world religions, and then. I think one of the things that really drew me to D.C. was the diversity within D.C. because you have people from all over the world. All of our embassies are there. So you have cultural experiences from everywhere. And I just found it very interesting. And, and, you know, we have that diversity here in St. Louis, too. St. Louis is a very colorful and beautiful place as well. 
It is. We just need to like get us all together in the same room every once in a while. Yeah, well, I think sometimes maybe we stay in our bubbles a little bit more. But, uh, you know, I love the public art murals because they really bring people out, you know, to share public space and they bring people together. And a lot of what I do with the public art mural work is community building. And so I'm going into a place and I'm thinking about the environment. I'm thinking about who's there, you know, who is this mural going to serve? Who is this color going to serve? And then, you know, how do we bring that together? How do we bring people together? Um, You know, the the murals are known to decrease crime, to improve the economy quite significantly, actually. You know, I started this project in uh, D.C. called um, D.C. Alley Museum. And after we painted our first five murals there, the cups of coffee sold at the local coffee shop doubled within a month. So it's really amazing to see the economic growth that the murals bring. They're so worth the value. Oh, my gosh. That is so. And and I also think, I mean, and I'm positive of this, that when you beautify a space with art, people won't treat it like trash. Yeah, it's like broken windows theory, if you ever heard of that. You know, if you if you have a place that has broken windows and, and where that's not upkept, then people don't treat it with respect. But if you have a place where you're putting beautiful, positive intention into painting a mural or planting flowers or beautifying the area, then it uplifts everyone's spirits. You know, yeah. and that's across the board. It's not just for a sp- specific type or person it's it increases everyone's energy level like I did this mural on my old block that was right next to um this place called so others might eat and it was where a lot of homeless people went to eat and I would see you know homeless folks like dancing and and um like praising the mural and and just and before everyone would just sit there with their heads down Oh, wow. And so you just see an energetic shift in people just by putting the color in something really positive and uplifting in the space. It just changes the vibration. And that I really love the power and the magic of that. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So have you done any murals outside of Washington, D.C.? Are there any other places? I mean, and I know you've done some cool, uh-huh. like an absolute bottle, which I still love that. Stoli. 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 Sorry. (laughs) Not absolute. Stoli. Wrong vodka. Stoli. Take that out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I did Um, uh, do a pride bottle for Stoli in 2019 to celebrate World Pride and the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. And if anyone out there doesn't know, Stonewall uh, is a bar in New York City uh, that was a gay bar mm-hmm. and it was underground. It was under, you know, underground back in, uh, and this happened in 1969 where the police would come and they would raid the bar and, and bully the patrons. And, and at one point the patrons said enough is enough and they fought back and it was, you know, it was a riot. Stonewall was a riot. Right. And that was the beginning of what we now know as pride. So, you know, from that inc- from that happening became the first Christopher Day parade, which then turned into what we now know as Pride, which is now national, international festival. So it's kind of a, a ma- it's also inspiring to see what uh, one action 
you know, yeah, no can cause this ripple effect throughout the whole entire world, you know, only 50 and years later. And a positive later. one, yeah. you know. Um, so you and I are talking when Pride Weekend just happened in St. Louis yeah. last weekend. And I loved how one of the divas that were on the stage was like, I want to go back to Stonewall and I want to I want to tell Christopher what you did. Mm-hmm. Has look at what well look at what's yeah. happened, and the other thing, and I'm kind of obsessed with this a little bit. And I, in fact, if anybody gets my newsletter, it went out <laughs> today. With I was so intrigued by the n- different number of flags. Oh yeah, there's so many flags. I was like, well, and I was like, I have zero idea what a lot of these flags meant, and so I f- I found a a website where I could go in and look and like be like, okay, here are the Study colors the on this flags. flag and this is what this flag means. I mean, but I thought it was so cool because there's the the larger pride community and then within that community, there are so many other communities. Yeah, well, the very first flag was started by uh, Gilbert Baker. Right. Uh, in 69 also. So there's, you know, s- parallel things happening on both coasts. So this was, was on, this was in San Francisco. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's activism happening in San Francisco in 69 and there's activism happening in New York. So, you know, it's the feel of, it's the energy of right. the moment. And uh, Gilbert Baker, uh, well, actually it was Harvey Milk uh, yeah. who he- said... We hey, need Gilbert, something. we need something. Can, what can you do? Right. And so he created the first uh, pride flag, which was actually an eight color flag and inc- also included pink and turquoise. And then when they started to produce that flag more in mass quantity, they dropped the turquoise and the pink because those were expensive <laughs> for production, colors. production yes. purposes. <laughs> and now we have so many different uh, flags and flag colors. Yes. It's very beautiful to see all the intersections of different identities right. from bisexual, pansexual, uh, genderqueer, uh, non-binary, trans, you know, it, I, uh, it's I, really the whole, the I whole alphabet. <laughs> I loved it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought, and so, and, and the, so it, color, you know, is such a big deal, right? And you yes. are all about color. Yes. And, and that's, it's really made me think, I mean, that seeing all the different colors of flags really got me thinking about just color, how important color is. So important. And, and, the thought behind your art, yes, unity, all of us together, and and you're representing that in all those different colors, which I, I mean, and your shirt says love, and you're about joy and love and happiness, and I like that. Well, different colors can mean different things, you know, right. and they can have different uh, emotional and psychological effects on our physical body. Um, so if you study the different energetic centers that are related to different colors, you know, different colors mean different things like red, you know, which is a very big and, and important color for St. Louis. You know, red is about grounding. It's yep. the ground chakra. It's about, you know, and, and I, I find that very inspiring, you know, being back here in my hometown, which I love. Of St. Louis. I can never get away for, from St. Louis for too long. In all my years, I'm always coming back here. Same here. And it's great to, you know, have my art studio down on Washington Avenue, being so close to the Mississippi, really in the heart of the city. The, you know, in, I'm in the heart of the heart. You know, we're yes. in the heartland. Right. And right. then I'm in the heart of the heartland. And just really grounding, thinking about that color red, thinking about being home and and grounding myself is really important. So, you know, I have a whole new series called Love and Color, and it is 
the L-O-V-E in a square format. So it's um, okay. And they're in a I have them in a few different rainbows, but I also have them in each color. So I have just a red one in a variety of different reds because oh. sometimes you just need some more red in your you life. Need you, need the you need the grounding. Or, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, you need some more love. And for love, green is the green, color of yep. love, green or pink. Right. And so I have the love and color in a green and a pink, you know, in a variety, you know, it's a variety of greens, variety of pinks. Because sometimes you just need like that color medicine, that dose of color. Or if you ever fu study feng shui. Right. You know, like yellow is a great color for the center of the home because that is like the health that represents health. So you want to have something like yellow in the center. And I just, you know, I've been playing around with that a little bit in my love space and my studio. And, and I definitely think there's something to it. You know, these things aren't just, people aren't just making these things up. They are from, you know, years and years and years of right. ancient knowledge right. about color and about energy. And, um, you know, I really, I really believe that there's something something to that. I agree. I think there is as well. And where you and I live, we both, our lofts are like, we, uh -huh. we, I think you, do you have a lot of, you must have a lot of light. So much loft. light. So, yeah. And isn't that a big thing where we live? There's like so many windows. I love in our it. Places. I have two walls full <laughs> of windows. Yes. Yeah, and, same here. And one of the walls is all south facing. So I get light pretty much all day. Light, light, light. Yeah. I got to tell you, it is one of my favorite things about, about where we live is all those windows and lights. And then be, I'm on the sixth floor, so I just sort of feel like I'm in the in the sky. I'm like in the heavens. Yes. I get to watch the clouds. This it's really is like beautiful. a dream come true for me to live because it's like in my head, I always saw myself living in a place where I had a lot of sky to look at through windows. And I got to tell you, I mean, I mean. Every day I'm looking at the sky and I'm like, oh, look how, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, look at the clouds. Oh, that's so gorgeous. You know, and then when we have awesome thunderstorms, oh, the thunderstorms are great. It is a great show. The sunsets are beautiful. The sunrises are beautiful. Yes. I always thought I would live on Washington Avenue, like as a kid. I always thought, I well, I don't know if a kid, but at one a, point a in my life, I remember me. thinking, I really want to live downtown and it just wasn't happening. And then when it was time to happen, I was so excited. And, you know, my daughter and I looking at all these different places and I just knew when we walked into our loft, we, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is where we're moving. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you just felt it. Yeah. And our building has a cool energy. I believe it was Artist Studios in the 80s, like the whole building. Okay. that's what that I That makes yeah. sense because it really does attract a lot of creatives. We have a lot. so many creatives. We've got photographers and DJs and artists. And cake makers. Cake makers? Yes. Who's the cake maker? <laughs> Tell me what unit they live in. Yeah, sculpture. <laughs> you know, there's so many different types of people there. Oh, my yeah. God. Gosh, you're gonna have to take wonderful me to the cake podcasts. Oh, podcasters! Podcasters! Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many. It is. It's people. very, very. It's a very creative community, and I mean, just so sweet. I mean, everybody's just really sweet to each other, and it's a happy place. We have good people taking care of our building too. I so think so, and it's very, lucky. very pup friendly, very dog friendly. Yes, because downtown. I'm. I'm. This is every downtown. Every downtown I go to, there are dogs galore. People are 
very dog friendly in cities. I it's every city I go to, I'm like dogs, dogs everywhere. They're everywhere. I love it. Such a dog person now. Yeah. Well, tell people where they can find out more about you and your art. Well, you can find out more about my art at lisamariestudio.com on the website, or you can find me on Instagram, also at lisamariestudio. That's singular, so no S. Um, and yeah, and I there's a l- links to many different interviews, portfolio of works, uh, video interviews, lots of different uh, different things. There's a shop there where you can get the love shirts that I'm wearing today uh, or shop other paintings, shop the new love and color. I'm totally series. getting a love shirt. Oh yeah. So I have to have a love shirt. We need to get you one for sure. And so here's the thing too. You post a lot so everybody is, oh, can keep you. up with all your cool activities and, and what art you're creating at any given time. And I love that part. Well, I love, I, I do really enjoy Instagram because a lot of the work is how people interact with it. You know, I love seeing the way that people come and they photograph themselves or do a selfie with the murals or, you know, in the way that it lives in people's lives. Because, you know, I make a painting. I just hang it in my studio. No one ever sees it. What is it? You know, where does it live? What is it? What kind of life is that for the art? So, you know, I love to document and share, you know, when people are tagging themselves with the murals and, and different things like that, because I really feel like that is a huge part of the life of the art. I love it. All right, I have some fun questions okay. for you, ma'am. Right. Um, you grew up in Florissant. Is that where the family truck stop was? Let me learn no. more about the oh, family, the truck, family stop. truck stop. Oh, well, the family truck stop was actually in Troy, Illinois. Okay. Yeah, so it was on the east side. It was uh, that 70, it was a 76 for many years when I was a kid. And uh, I worked there as a waitress as a teenager. I had my first job, you know, stocking the shelves and <laughs> and um, and selling the cigarettes, you know, yeah, <laughs> at back the then. convenience store. Right. And um, it was 76 and then it was an Amico and then it was a BP. It was an independent uh, truck stop that my grandfather started in in the late 60s. And then uh, my father and my uncle ran it for a number of years. And then we ended up selling it, um, you know, in my 20s. So we it's been out of the family for a little bit of time. But it was definitely, I think it, it uh, created a love of travel for me, you know, be, especially working in the diner and being yeah, around. Yeah, meeting it, all the people that were there because yes. they're all transients, right? They're not hanging out. They're like, I'm off, I'm going. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm coming here to eat and then I'm off too. It's almost like the American highway system has its whole own subculture. Yeah. It's almost like it's a state within itself of all the, the highways. So, um, you know, that was a very... It was it was a cool place to, you know, it was a cool place to be around. It, it had really to be great for a curious for person, too, because you yeah. get to meet these people from all over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like has a has a warm place. Yeah. In my heart. And I, you know, in my in my 20s, I did a whole, you know, series kind of inspired of collages inspired by the truck stop and like my experience as a young you know, woman within this kind of male-dominated <laughs> Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had some experiences there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, don't say that. <laughs> but I think that just is waiting on tables as a woman. I, my daughter would go through it, too. I'm like, that I just drives me crazy that's still happening. Yeah. Like, like grow up, learn. Yeah. Quit, 
quit acting like the waitress, you get to just say whatever you want. Yes, no. and that would happen, you know, I think uh, it also did spark a lot of the feminist yes. instincts in me, you know, with kind of dealing with some of the, uh, the, the, um, the sexual right. aggressions of, yeah. of uh, some of the truckers, you know. Um, so it was an interesting learning experience, you know, from a young age. But, you know, everybody was always watching out for me there. So I was never in an unsafe that situation. That is so important. Uh, we were definitely like family business. You know, it was a cool place. It had like you could get your hair cut there. You could. It, there was a game room. There was a big screen TV room. You could take a sheer shower. You could get the truck fixed in the back. It had a full diner, you know, Aww. so. It was cool. a really big, um, and it was important business for Troy, Illinois. Right. Yeah, and so the earlier part of my life, I lived in Florissant, and then we actually moved over to Edwardsville, Illinois, to be closer to the business in okay. my teenage years. But uh, but then I would kind of came back over the river to go to high school, so I just kind of <laughs> drove loops around the St. Louis area <laughs> for many years. Yeah. So, but growing up in Florissant, that's my next question for you uh -huh. then, is... Is there a place that used to be there that's no longer there? And you're like, man, that was like such an iconic part of my childhood or a place that you just really remember. And if it's not Florissant, you're, you can pick another place. Oh, an iconic place that's not there anymore that I just that I'm still I don't know. Because, I mean, I grew up, so I grew up in Hazelwood. Okay. So you and I grew up, like, yeah. in the same sort of, and um, and I just remember, like, Northwest Plaza was the, the mall mm -hmm. we would go to. But mm -hmm. it was, like, kind of outdoors at the time when I was there. And then there was Jamestown Mall, which was also, like, no, like, all the malls are gone. So sure. I grew up in the, like, oh, we got to go to the mall. Like, that was the entertainment yeah. for us. You know what I mean? Um, But, and then I just remember, like, there was a... I don't think it was, I think it was a Dairy Queen. There was a Dairy Queen that we went to all the time. I don't know why. I can't stand Dairy Queen. Now. Sorry, Dairy Queen. I don't like your ice cream. But, um, cause I, <laughs> but anyway. You ate too much of it when you <laughs> were too a much kid. Of it when I was a kid. But I just remember as a kid, like there was this one Dairy Queen we go to and that was like a huge deal to me. But yeah, it's funny how many people I meet and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just like instantly love them and they're from North County. Like well, what's there's you know what a lot of good people from North that's County. That's right. We yeah. had it going on. Yeah. Was so was there a in Edwardsville? Is there a place that you think of like I wish that was still there or you visited a lot? You know, I there, I don't really have this memory of like oh there's this place that was there that's not there anymore. For me, the one really iconic the 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 thing for me is the arch ah. because. You know, because I lived in Edwardsville, but then I went to high school, you know, back over here in St. Louis, I drove across the river every day, like twice a day. And I always remember I saw the arch right. like twice a day. And it is. And now living downtown, I walk my dog down there. I jog down there. And there's something just so beautiful and empowering about that structure yeah. and that monument. It's, it's incredible. I, it's just, it's, I took some friends down there yesterday who were at, who were visiting me from DC and they said, this must be like their favorite monument that they've ever seen. Oh, I love that. There's just like this energy and this power to it. And it's like, it's almost like this really beautiful, um, like this, the shape of the, like kind of this 
dome right. feeling shape. It's very feminine. Well, and there's a feeling about it, like when you've been out of town. Like I always feel like when I'm, I'm like I'm if I'm if I'm going to be passing by the arch coming back into town, I'm always like, oh, there I'm home. There it is. There's the arch. And people who don't really know St. Louis, that's the one thing they will know. We were driving, I was driving with my friends from D.C. We kind of did this whole road trip and I wanted us to arrive in St. Louis during the day, especially because driving into St. Louis and seeing the arch for the first time, you know, it's such a amazing experience. And like the power of the Mississippi, you know, there's so much incredible history and, you know, richness that comes with like the founding of our country from the Mississippi River to St. Louis and then the arch. And I just love the gateway. You know, it's like a portal. It's like it's a transformational structure, you know. And when people see it from all over the the city, you see it and you're like, oh, there's the arch. Everyone, you're always like, doesn't matter how long you've lived here. Doesn't matter because it has this amazing power. Yeah. And I am very inspired by it. And I think, you know, the new park grounds is just absolutely beautiful. It's so lovely to go walk down there or have a picnic down there or spend the day or just relax for a moment. You know, I just really find it to be quite an incredible structure. It is. Now I want to go see it again. There was one time. Today. (laughs) When I, yes, I know. I always want to drive by it today. I go down there like every week. Um, there was, when I was in my early twenties and I was traveling in China and I, uh, went, had this tour where I was going into a local person's home and he had this picture of the arch and downtown St. Louis on his coffee table, like in his living room under glass. Really? And I was like, that's where I'm from. It was so amazing to see out of all the monuments and all the cities and all of the world that I'm here in this random, you know, person's house. No and, kidding. you know, all the way across the world, all the way ac- across the globe. And what does he choose as his picture for his coffee table is an image of St. Louis and oh. the arch and where I'm from. It felt like, you know what? The world is really a small place. Yeah. It's a That's small world so after all. wild, though. <laughs> so you know, when I so I recently went back to Spain so that my daughter could meet the family I lived with when I was a student there, and um, it was fun to see, you know, like the arch stuff that I had given the family still uh-huh. up in their house. But one of the things I forgot about was the one boy Juan. He had come to visit me, and when we went up in the arch, and my dad made him a certificate. <laughs> It said that, you know, Juan visited the St. Louis Arch on this day. I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot my dad did. My dad's a graphic designer. So he was just like, I'm going to make him a little certificate that he visited the arch that day. And he still has it. It just it's like special to him. How cool. Yeah. Over there in Spain. But arches arches. Yeah, the arch is really special, you know, and uh, St. Louis is really special. I mean, we are the heart of the country. You know, what happens in St. Louis is important. Yes. Yes. You know, what is is happening here is is definitely important. It is. Yeah. We're here in the heart and we we have a lot of heart in St. Louis. That's what I feel. I mean, I feel like the people of St. Louis. I mean, I know I always say this. I know what you hear about us. 
but there's a lot of right going on. Um, I think it makes sense that, you know, the love mural artists, which, you know, is myself, you know, I'm from the heart of the country. There I'm you from go. the heartland. Yes. You know, and, and it comes out through my creative practice and through the art and through, you know, my love mural in D.C. is probably one of our nation's capital's most photographed walls. It's, you know, on the cover of the City Guide. It's in tons of magazines. Awesome. You know, Lady Gaga has visited the mural. You know, it's it's... Uh, it just continues to trend on social media. That's awesome. And, you know, it's a beautiful piece. And, you know, my dream is to to paint one in every single state. And I would love to paint a love mural in St. Louis. You know, where I, I'm from. I vote yes. So, you know, if there's anybody out there who wants to, to talk more about it, who, let me know. Who, who can get a mural done? Let's go. LM at lisamariestudio.com. <laughs> Send me an email. <laughs> I Let's love it. Let's get talking about, you know, beautifying St. Louis and bringing some color to the yes. heartland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is my thing about Washington is I really do want to see more public art. And I know that there are some initiatives. I know there's like that's there's there's movement there. I want to see it. Well, there's all these great big walls downtown yes. that are not very attractive. You know, we have some beautiful architecture, some mm -hmm. beautiful sculptures, but as far as mural arts goes in downtown St. Louis, we really are lacking in mural art. So, um, you know, I, I would love to help the city however I can, you know, to initiate bringing some of the color. Because I know that these pieces create international tourist destinations because I've created it. I've done it. I've seen it right, happen. Right, right. Um, you know, especially now with everybody, with the whole social media, everything, people like go to places just to take pictures yes. in front of that. I mean, there's the selfie room downtown, too. Yeah, you know? I mean, right. They know. They you know. know. Yeah. People want to get that photo op. We are a more and more with, you know, different social media platforms, we are becoming a visual culture. Yeah. So people need visuals to express themselves and to, you know, say, I was here, you know, so it's, and the co and color is really important. Yeah. Oh my know, gosh. How fun. To creating a place. Let's and get mural. I want more mural. I really do. That's like one of my things. I just totally want, I want oh my more gosh, My dream is, you know, Keener Plaza. There's those parking garages, ugly parking garages. Oh, yes, they I want to do color bars all yes. along that garage. Those oh two gosh, blocks of garages. Awesome. I remember parking there that'll to go to the look, ball game with look my dad. Quite a bit nicer. Oh, it would do. It would. It would not only just look nicer. It would just. I feel like bring so much business and yeah. economic development down there just by this color, but just by doing a color spectrum there. So one of the things I always ask people, and you, you've you just like, you probably answered it about a hundred times right now, but let's just do a different one, okay. um, is about kindness. Cause I love, I'm, sure. I'm all about leveling up kindness and the people I bring on are the most kind people that are just living kindness. So just something recent that you either witnessed, received, given kindness. Oh, a recent kindness. Um, you have too many, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot, but you know what was, was really kind for me is I just really enjoyed the presence of bringing some of my friends 
and driving across the country and um and we stopped in West, we left DC and we stopped in uh, Jasper, Indiana for Dubois County Pride. And there is a lot of, you know, that small town pride. Yeah. You know, there's also a lot of kindness there because, you know, there was also, they got a lot of backlash too about even having the pride in that small, tiny county. Yeah. Um, so, Seeing all the families there and seeing everyone just being so gentle and loving with each other was really beautiful. You know, I see so much kindness in the LGBTQ pride movement of just supporting each other and loving each other no matter, you know, who you are, what color you are, you know, because a lot of people feeling who are feeling like out of place, uh, you know, or um, like they don't fit in. And so... When you have these festivals where you can be whatever you want to be and there's right. no judgment. It's almost like the more you don't fit in, the better, you know, the I, more you can stand really out, the good. better. I so appreciate that. And, and it's because it's the acceptance thing. It's a place of because I will say when we were at the um, when we were at the festival, I was like, does that like I was like doing the does that fit thing with some people? And I was like does that fit? Does that fit? You know, I was asking myself these crazy questions and really it, it's, this is the place where you're accepted. That's, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Well, this and is, you don't even have to identify well, with a letter of the alphabet. You don't have to be LGBT. You don't have you to be gay, lesbian, be bi, trans. You can be straight. You can, you can identify as straight Absolutely. and you can be accepted in the pride movement. So it's not it's exclusive. It's for everybody. It's for it's everyone. It's a festival for every. But you know what? It's and, about celebrating most difference. Most festivals are for everyone, even if they, you mm -hmm. know, and that is something that I think is important. I mean, I want to be a part of as many festivals as I possibly can downtown. I live downtown. I want to support everything that's going on. And I think that that's an important thought for people is don't feel like you're excluded because you're not what is being celebrated. You you being there, you can celebrate inclusivity, diversity, equitability, you know, all the different forms of expressions and people and who they are and, and, and how they are. And that I think is a really important part for people to understand is like, it's not like you're gonna be like, I'm sorry, you're straight, you can't come in. No, that is not going to happen. It's, you know, it's there to, there's many people there to support other people. It's for everybody. I love it. It really is. Yeah. That's it's the about message. love, you know, yeah. it's about celebrating and supporting love. And all of the loving people. Exactly. Well, thank you, Lisa Marie, for yeah. being my guest today. Yeah, I was I was welcome. so excited to have you on today. I appreciate everything that you do. Thank oh, well, you. I appreciate everything that you do, too. And I couldn't be any more blessed to have you as a neighbor. Right. I know. I'm so happy that we're neighbors. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, I'm telling you. I'm so happy we're neighbors. It's and great. friends. And friends. <laughs> yes. So we're going to be at Anchor Coffee soon. Anchor Coffee friends out there that I just got to meet. They got all kinds of cool stuff going on downtown. So we're going to hang out. There I soon. love Anchor Coffee. Yeah. Yes, yes. They they are not promoting themselves as much as so we're promoting them. <laughs> yes. Open mics on Thursday and uh, service church service at five p 
p.m. On Sundays. On Sundays, yes. Anchor Coffee. All right, guys. Well, right. thank you, Lisa Marie. Oh, thank you, Mish. It was really a pleasure to talk Way with you. Way fun. Thank yeah. you. And everybody out there, you've been listening to Mish Mash. Go off and be kind, kind, and even more kind. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye.